This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, Episode 145, Get Dirt Rich, Raw Land Investing with the Land Geek, Mark Podolsky. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your host, certified financial planner Mark Willis, invites you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Okay, everybody, welcome to our show. Now, hey, everybody, show of hands. I want to see them up high. Who here had a childhood business selling mud pies? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, mud pies, where you grab this fistful of mud, pack it together, lay it out on the driveway, let it dry, bake out in the sun, and then sell that sucker for cash. That's what I'm talking about. Now, for you, maybe the entrepreneur, the snazzy little six-year-old entrepreneur, setting that lemonade stand up was not enough for you. You did not want to spend all your cash on inventory, like lemons, sugar, ice cubes. You know what I'm talking about. You wanted to get your hands dirty and make some real cash. We're talking about selling dirt for money. Now, did you know that you can do that as an adult? No, I'm not talking about mud pies and some sort of weird diet trend where you're eating mud for for lunch. No, I'm talking about getting filthy rich by getting in the dirt and making some money. That's what our guest today is going to be talking about. Mark Podolsky is going to be talking about raw land investing, which is why they call Mark the land geek. So let's tell you a little bit about Mark and then jump right in. So armed with only 3000 bucks, gut-wrenching fear, and absolutely no real estate experience, Mark bought his first few parcels of land, raw land, in 2001. Today, Mark is the author of Dirt Rich, the ultimate guide to helping you build a passive income, and the owner of Frontier Properties, which is a very reputable and successful land investing company who's been buying and selling land full-time since 2001. By focusing on working smart, not hard, He's completed over 5,000 land deals with an average ROI of over 300% on cash flips and over 1,000% on deals he sells with financing terms, which he'll be getting into. Prior to his land investing success, Mark had a high-stress, soulless corporate job and felt trapped inside a state of solo economic dependency. That's what he defines as income stopping as soon as he stops working. So to escape solo economic dependency, Mark changed his life in so many positive ways. He decided to start teaching, coaching, and mentoring others to help them also achieve their financial goals. So even though Mark invests a lot of his time helping others, he does stay actively involved in running his land business And he's dedicated to teaching the most current and relevant real-world land investing methods to his students. So I know you guys are going to get a lot out of today's episode. Let's take it away, Mark Podolsky. Mark, welcome to the show. Mark Willis, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, anybody with a name like yours, I got to love and got to invite on the show. But you have way more than a great first name to to bring us uh, and bring our audience today. Tell us how in the world you can pull passive income out of something as straightforward and counterintuitive as raw land. Uh, you know, I'm not seeing at least the raw vacant land in our area. It's not just spitting out dollar bills uh, and I'm not charging the, the rodents or the squirrels rent money. So how in the world are you pulling 
money out of raw land. Talk to us about that. How are you bringing raw land and passive income to, together? Tell us about that. Okay, so let, let's walk through the model. So Mark, where do you live? Chicago, Illinois. You're in downtown Chicago. And let's say that you own 10 acres of land in Texas and you owe $200 in back taxes on that land. And I go to the county treasurer in Texas and I, and I get that list. I say, oh, there's Mark Willis, lives in Chicago, you know, owes $200 in back taxes. Well, Mark, you're advertising two things to me. Number one, you have no emotional attachment to that raw land. You're in Chicago, the property's in Texas. And number two, you're distressed financially in some way because when we don't pay for things, we don't value them in the same way. And you haven't paid your property taxes. So the county treasurer has been sending you notices every single month that, Mark, if you don't pay your property taxes, you're eventually going to lose that property to a tax lien or tax deed investor. So what I'll do is I will look at the comparable sales for the last 12 to 18 months on that 10-acre parcel. And let's just say for fun, it's 10 grand, okay? I'm going to take the lowest comp of 10 grand and I'm going to divide by four. And that's going to give me what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. And I'm going to send you an actual offer on that raw land of $2,500. So you accept it because to you, $2,500 is better than nothing. And also, in reality, three to 5% of people accept our quote unquote top dollar offer. So you accept it. Once you accept it, I have to go through due diligence or in-depth research, confirm that you still own the property, confirm back taxes are only $200, confirm there's been no breaks in the chain of title, no liens or encumbrances. And I go through this whole due diligence checklist and we have our trained team in the Philippines and we pay $11 for due diligence because they are tied in to an American title company. So now I buy the property from you for $2,500 and I'm going to sell this property 30 days or less and I'm going to make a cash flow. So the way that I'm going to do that is I've got a built-in best buyer. I just bought 10 acres from you and what I'm going to do is I'm going to send out neighbor letters saying to them, hey, here's your opportunity, protect your privacy, protect your views, increase your holdings. So oftentimes, the neighbors will buy that 10-acre parcel just out of fear of who their neighbor is going to be. Now, if they pass, I'll go to my buyer's list. My buyer's list passes. I'll go to a little website you've probably never heard of called Craigslist, 10th most trafficked website in the United States. And then I'll go to even a smaller one, Facebook Marketplace, buy, sell groups. And then there's actual platforms that help you buy and sell raw land, landmoto.com, landandfarm.com, landhub.com, landflip.com. Uh, you know, landsofamerica.com. There's tons of them. So the way that I'm going to do this is I'm going to make the pricing irresistible. I'm going to ask for a $2,500 down payment, and then I'll make it a car payment. Let's say $449 a month at 9% interest over 22 months. So for the next 22 months now, I'm going to get $449. I've already got my money out. I might go out six months, but I don't have to deal with any renters, rehabs, renovations, or rodents. And because I'm not dealing with a tenant, I'm exempt from any owner's real estate legislation like Dodd-Frank, RESPA, and the SAFE Act. And then the game that we play is can we create enough of these land notes where our passive income exceeds our fixed expenses, and then we're working because we want to, not because we have to. 
Awesome. So let's back up for a moment. That's an incredible opportunity and strategy, but how in the world did you become the land geek? Tell us that story. So in 2000, I was an overworked, overstressed, micromanaged, 45-minute commute to work and back investment banker specializing in mergers and acquisitions with private equity groups. And Mark, I mean, I hated it. Um, it got so bad for me that I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating having to be back in mean, the weekend, you know, going by really fast and having to be back at work on Monday. And my firm hires this guy and he's telling me that as a side hustle, he's going to these tax deed auctions. He's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar, and he's flipping them online and he's making a 300% return on his investment. Well, Mark, I'm looking at companies all day long in a great company. A great company has 15% EBITDA margins for free cash flow. Average companies 10%, and I'm looking at companies all day long less than 10%. So I don't believe him. So I go to New Mexico with him. I've got three grand saved up for car repairs, and I do exactly what he tells me to do. I buy up 10 half-acre parcels, an average price of $300 each. Then I put them up online. And over the next 30 days, they all sell an average price of $1,200 each. It worked. So I took all that money and went to another tax deed auction in, in Arizona. And again, this is 2000. There's no one in the room. I'm buying up lots. I'm buying up acreage. And over the next six months, I sold all that land and I made over $90,000 cash. So I go to my wife. I go, honey, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to become a full-time land investor. She's pregnant. She says, absolutely not. So I said, okay, fine. So I worked land investing part-time and it took 18 months for the land investing income to exceed the investment banking income. And then I quit and I've been doing it full-time ever since. And I've done it over 5,200 times now. 5,200 times. That's just jaw-dropping. Jaw-dropping. Yeah. So you know, you know the ins and outs of this space like the back of your hand. Um, how do you evaluate the landscape? How do you know, you know whether you want to buy that piece of raw land for $2,000 or $20,000? What sort of things are you looking for when you're evaluating the price? Because I assume that would be one of the trickier parts of this process, I assume. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, all I'm going to do is look at the comparable sales. They're going to be all over the place. I'm going to take the lowest one and divide by four. Now, after I send out those offers, if my response rate is less than 3%, I know I came in too low. If it's over 5%, I get nervous. I probably came in too high and need to retrade and negotiate during due diligence. So I really just let the data guide me as far as that property is concerned. Interesting. Who would you say raw land investing is for? Who would you say it absolutely shouldn't uh, be recommended to? What kind of person are you looking for when it comes to your ideal client? Well, I think that it's for everybody if they're not already, you know, just wealthy. So and the way I de define wealth is essentially when you wake up in the morning, you don't have to be anywhere, right? You, you just, you work where you want, when you want, with whom you want, and your money and your time problems are solved. So I've got a lot of clients who are doctors. Well, their money problems are solved. They have a tremendous amount of income, but their time problem isn't solved. So 
they're working 50, 60 hours a week to make all that money. And they have what I call solo economic dependency, which means if they're not working, they're not generating any income. So anyone that has solo economic dependency, I think this is really a great model to start building wealth. Interesting. I like that idea of solo economic dependency. Solo economic dependency. We got one stream of income essentially that we're totally relying on, dependent on. Sort of like your story, it sounds like a bit um, before you- No, anyone with a job. I had solo economic dependency. If I quit that job, there'd be no money coming in. And what what was interesting and the, the biggest mistake I made was that in the beginning, I wasn't thinking like an entrepreneur. I was really so happy to not be in investment banking anymore that I just was focused on money and cash. So I was flipping all these properties for cash. And what I should have been doing was flipping on terms in the very beginning. And because I have a buddy who started at the same time as me, he's at 250000 a month in passive where I'm like half that. And the only reason it is because he was essentially doing it way sooner than me. And that was just a huge mistake. So talk to us about terms and how you in, incorporate negotiation into your overall structure of deals when you come across land. Right. So essentially, once I buy that asset, I want that asset to generate as much passive income for me as possible. And so the way that I want to structure it is I want to get my money out on that down payment or I might go six months out. And then essentially for every $1,000 that I've invested in the property, I want to get at least $100 a month from that parcel. So I'm getting my money out in a reasonable amount of time and I'm getting, making on average a 700 to a 1200% return on my investment because of time value of money. Now, what can happen is if you're self-funding is you could have you know, run out of money very quickly. And the way that you solve that issue if you don't want to go out to people is you send, essentially sell a partial note. So if your note is generating, let's say $200 a month or $2,400 a year, and you paid $2,400 for the property, and yet at the end of that term, you're going to have about $12,000. Well, all you do is you sell 12 months of that note to an investor. So you get let's say your money out or $2,400. And then so you get the second bite of the apple after 12 months and you get that passive income. So essentially you solve your money problem and then you also eventually solve your time problem with the passive income. But really the best way to do this is to start off very slowly, get yourself a track record and then start finding people earning 0% you know, on their cash in the bank and you know, offer up 5%, 8%, doesn't matter, 10%, 12%, and start you know, funding that and really start building up your passive income in a huge, huge way. So I am picturing in my mind, there's kind of the, the gentleman or uh, um, the lady who would like to start this. There's an individual, let's say, I have an in, in my mind, an individual who wants to start a raw land investing business. And then I also am imagining another individual who just wants passive income. They just they want to give Mark some capital and hey Mark, you know, go out and find some land and get I just want cash flow. Are these two different individuals? Am I thinking correctly in terms of the 
the two structures, you know, the passive investor versus the the gentleman or individual who wants to start a business? Yeah, absolutely. I think that let, let's just take the the person that let's just say they're a a surgeon, right? They may not have the time to start an entrepreneurial endeavor. So for them to earn 10, 12% on their capital and have it backed by raw land and, and feel comfortable with the operator, that's a that's a good investment for them, right? Where the second person is somebody that is able to put in the time. And, and when I say put in the time, you know, we really look at about two to five hours per week because the business has been automated with software on the front end, software on the back end, and inexpensive virtual assistants. So when we work with our clients, we don't want them to build another job. Right? We want them to build an actual business. And, and that business is a passive income machine. So they should be able to travel the world and that business should be able to run without them. And that takes typically about a year to help them set up. Well, and the the inventory is literally the earth. <laughs> so right. you've, got, you've got some low risk opportunity here uh, with high returns if you know how to run this business that I know you guys would do a fantastic job teaching folks. I mean, Here's my understanding. Tell, correct me if I'm wrong, but land has fewer restrictions and and codes and and just sort of uh, permits and so forth than say a building or a house or commercial real estate or or multifamily would. Um, I'm I'm also understanding, at least without a too big a shovel, that folks couldn't necessarily steal the raw land <laughs> off your yeah, off your property. Yeah. So there's there's nothing to maintain, nothing to protect. It's a one time sale. You get passive income, just like somebody that would own an apartment building without any of those headaches. But what's interesting is that you won't go on HGTV or the DIY network and see flip this land because it's just me in front of my computer. The before picture is raw land. The after picture is raw land. (laughs) And so if you go to a real estate investment association meeting, there's nothing more boring. And if there's 100 people in that room, 99 of them are house flippers landlords and wholesalers. Mark, you and I would be the only land people and there's no big money in this niche. So no hedge funds, no private equity groups. So essentially we have this non-competitive niche. We have an inefficient market and it's just a phenomenal way to start slowly building real wealth. So let's talk about what if the, the what ifs. Um, what happens if the buyer stops buying? You know, we're in okay, we're in so this we, year or whatnot. Right, right. So I have currently a four percent default rate because we don't do credit checks. So when they stop buying, they have they stop paying. We use a software called GeekPay.io. So it's a set and forget it system, and it automates it. So I'm getting checks every single month electronically by pulling from their bank account. Now if it bounces. I have a credit card as the backup on file that the software geekpay.io will hit. So what I used to have was an 8% default rate. It's now down to 4%. But let's say that, Mark, you stop paying on your note. You've got 30 days to cure that default. Now, after 30 days, if you don't pay, then I keep all the payments, I keep the down payment, and I resell that property. And I get a new down payment and someone else 
paying on that note. My yield goes through the roof at that point as well. Mm-hmm. So I love defaults. Yeah. Um, they're not a bad thing because there's no cost to foreclosure. The asset remains in my company's name until that note is paid off. So it's not a deed of trust like with our houses where then you'd have to go through a very expensive and timely foreclosure process. You know, and one thing that comes to my mind is maybe some things where we might possibly miss out on with this strategy. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I assume that opportunity zones, some of the recent tax reforms that came through with the idea of opportunity zones and, you know, eliminating capital gains, that is not available with just pure raw land flipping because we're doing this in a, in a month maybe or even a few days between buying and selling. Is that right? You could land bank it if you wanted to, if that was like your your uh, your strategy. I think a better strategy is to invest with what we call a QRP, yeah. a qualified retirement plan. You get checkbook um, privileges with it. So as long as you're responsible enough to to manage a checkbook, you've got that speed to be able to close very quickly. You write a check and then it's got two components, a Roth IRA, so it's tax-free, or a, uh, a SEP component, which would be tax-deferred. So your biggest and most lucrative deals, you want to go through with the Roth, and then everything else you use for your SEP, and you start building up your retirement and taking advantage of those tax benefits because the problem with raw land as opposed to every other real estate asset class is it lasts forever. And so you can't depreciate it. No depreciation. That was going to be my next question was, you know, there's no depreciation on raw land since as you said, it, it's going to be there in perpetuity. Yeah. Are there, um, and there's no, I assume there's no other, you know, depreciation. There's no other tax advantages to raw land, I assume. No, there's no other tax advantages from law, with raw land except the fact that if you are an investor and you hold it for a year and a day, you can get capital gains. But I think the better strategy is to invest through a, a self-directed type of retirement program. There you go. Well, and part of our podcast specialty or focus is a strategy called Bank on Yourself, which uses a little known form of dividend paying whole life insurance that basically lets the money and the policy grow even on the capital that you use for investments. So we have a number of episodes that talk about how you can use the cash value in these more efficient whole life policies for all sorts of all manner of real estate investing, for example. Uh, I'm imagining that you know this might be another place that folks might access capital to my, buy these um, you know, vacant lots uh, because, and especially for the beginner investor, let's say, who doesn't have a quarter million dollars in cash value in their policies, but they do see the returns and the opportunity of raw land. You know, if I've got five or 20 or 25,000 in a policy, let's say I can borrow against that policy and use it as, you know, collateral, let's say for that raw land or that deal down the street or across the country. And then I'm getting yield and growth and passive income, even while my policy is growing on the capital I borrowed for that raw land. Uh, Am I thinking correctly on how that might work, Mark? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's a, that's a phenomenal strategy um, that people can do. So in addition to that, you know, we've, we've got, uh, you know, I guess your, your service that backs this investment strategy of raw land. So tell us, where do you land? You know, what, how do you fit into the investment project of someone who wants to get into raw land investing? What is, uh, what is Mark 
Podolsky offer? What what does your firm offer? What do you guys help the real the raw land investor take advantage of? Yeah, I mean, essentially, we take away every pain point in the business. So on the front end, we have a proprietary software that we use to um, that we give to our clients, and they basically get a list from the county. They upload that list using a API with lob.com. It sends out their mailings. Then it becomes a CRM. They can use our trained virtual uh, assistants so they don't have to train a VA that already understands the land business. They can work that for you. And then they work with the sellers. The paperwork would usually take me 20 minutes to paperwork. Now it takes one second. You just press a button and it does your merging all the way down to electronic signatures. And then we use a program called simplifile.com to even do online recording of the deed. So my whole philosophy is I can always make more money. I can't get more time. So anything that's going to save us time, we invest in and then we bring to our clients. And then from there, we automate the marketing. We use a program called postingdomination.com forward slash the land geek. It automates the Craigslist postings and the Facebook postings. And again, we can have a VA working in on that as well. And then of course, once we get our down payment, we that's all done in geekpay.io as far as the payment section. So really with our clients, we kind of help them build their systems, build their processes, create the automation, hire the virtual assistants, and get themselves really out of the business. So this thing is just a machine. And then, you know, for other people that, you know, have no interest in being entrepreneurial, you know, we are an operator. And if they're interested, um, you know, we, we would certainly, you know, help them make a, a larger return on their, on their money uh, on, a, on a debt raise. Cool. So what I hear you saying is you're offering uh, our listeners essentially a, a chance at another stream of passive income that doesn't take but a couple of hours a week uh, to help uh, after it's up and set up and running, let's say, uh, to kind of keep tabs on and watch that cash flow just roll in. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's so, so funny, Mark, because like, you know, years ago when I, when I told my wife I wanted to teach people how to do what I, I do, she's like, absolutely not. You're going to create your own competition. So, you know, being an investment baker, I said, okay, well, let's just do the math. So how big is the market? And there's billions of acres available. How many people are doing it? Like there's, there's no one doing it. There's no big money. So essentially we're all going to run out of deal, fl- deal flow. We're actually we're going to run out of money before we run out of deal flow. And yeah. ever since I've been teaching, you know, it's just every, everyone's company has grown. It's been crazy. Awesome. Could, you know, as we wrap up here today, could you give us a story of someone you've worked with or had the privilege of seeing use the education and the projects and the systems that you've set up for your students and the folks that are learning from you uh, that has seen a bit of success from this uh, this counterintuitive, not so average way of uh, investing in raw land? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just got a text on Friday. Uh, he said, thanks for making a giant difference in my life. I'm now working 30 hours or less if I want uh, per week as opposed to 90-ish on average before coaching. Thank you and stay on, in touch. I'm on track to do 250 sales in 2019. Um, this guy is he has now a seven-figure business. And when you look at his passive income, he's over 15000 a month in passive income. So let's just say that 
how much money would you have to have in the bank to generate 15,000 a month in passive income? Right. Wow. Yeah. So how would we, let's say it's, it's yielding 2%. So, right. So 15,000 a month is 180,000 a year. So if you had to save, how much money would you have to save in your bank account at, let's just say a 2% interest rate to throw off 180,000 a year in just passive income? Well, that's $9 million. And he was able to quit his job and that's in one year. So if you're listening to this, how long would it take you to save $9 million to throw off that kind of money? It would take, for most people, their whole lives, if ever. So it's a really powerful wealth building strategy that in 12 to 18 months is life-changing. And we have so many clients that are able to retire their spouses, they were able to quit their jobs um, and really move the needle in their life to spend more time with their family and friends and, and really move up Maslow's hierarchy of needs into self-actualization. But most people spend their whole lives just trying to solve these money problems. They never get to the point where they can even spend time thinking about well, what do I really want out of life? I feel like a lot of folks are um, self-limiting when it comes to their capacity to do real estate investing, in part because a lot of people have made it more complicated than it has to be. What I love about your approach here, Mark, is you've got a, I mean, we're talking about dirt and trees and rocks. You know, we're literally the simplest. We're not talking about granite countertops and, you know, non-paying tenants and that sort of thing. We're, we're looking at, um, I mean, the simplest and easiest way to get into real estate investing. Now, it's not it's not a it's not a surefire guaranteed way to get nine million dollars net worth in a year, right? I'm not hearing you say that. It takes work and no, it takes work. I mean, look, between you and me, if you know any get rich quick scheme that works, uh, I'd love to know about it. There's just, you know, Mark, there's nothing out there that's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it might be a simple model, but it is not easy because nothing worth doing is easy. Well said. Well said. Well, and so tell us about the title of your book is Dirt Rich. And I just think that's a tremendous title given our topic today. But tell us about how we can follow up on all the projects you're involved in and ways in which uh, folks could reach out to you if they'd like to learn more. Yeah, yeah. So Dirt Rich is on Amazon. Um, You can go to landgeek.com forward slash dirt rich and get some bonuses there. And then I think the best place to start is just thelandgeek.com. And I have a $97 passive income launch kit course, Mark, that I'd love to offer your listeners for free if they just go to thelandgeek.com forward slash launch kit. Very kind. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Mark. And thank you for being on the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you again, Mark, for coming on our show today. Now, guys, I had just a few quick takeaways to leave you with as we wrap up our episode. The first takeaway I got from this content was, man, you can find crazy cool ways to make money in this world. I mean, if you can find significant, exciting profits selling something as boring as raw land, then you can do basically anything. You can make an income off doing most anything. So what's your excuse, right? What's your excuse? What's my excuse? If I'm not making the income I want, what's my excuse? 
The second takeaway I had is if you're sick and tired of your pathway in solo economic dependency, then you do have the ability to change your life. It starts with investing in yourself, in yourself. So that's the two takeaways I got. Guys, I want to leave you with a listener shout out request. We're so close. We're getting so close to 100 five-star reviews on Apple Podcast, and every review is meaningful and means the world to me. And it helps encourage other people to check us out. So if you take a screenshot of your five-star review, and if you can email it to our address, hello at nyafinancialpodcast.com, then I will send you Rescue Your Retirement, a book recently written by Pamela Yellen, absolutely free in the United States. So send us that five-star review, pass on the love, and we'll pass you some love right back, okay? So thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about dirt, money, your economy, and your future. This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join a financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.